It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily podcast on the Philadelphia 76ers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Welcome to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Tuesday to you. It's Tuesday, March the 27th. When I get done with this podcast, I'm going to start my off day. But um, So while you guys are working, I'm going to just sit at home and be lazy and uh, watch cartoons with my daughter. <laughs> Maybe we'll go out to eat. <laughs> but hey, I got my man Mark Narducci with me. Mark uh, has been globetrotting. He's been everywhere. So he hasn't been around the Sixers as much as I would like. But um, we're fortunate to have him do this podcast with us. What's up, Mark? Hey, Keith. Uh, good to be with you. And uh, quite an excitement on Monday night, wasn't it, at the Wells Fargo Center with the return of Markel Fultz? Markel who? It's like, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, that's, and, and that's what it is. Like, okay, not only did Markel folks return, the Sixers beat the Denver Nuggets 123 to 104, which was a huge game for the Sixers because now they're a game behind um, the Cleveland Cavaliers with nine games left for the third spot, right, in the Eastern Conference. So not only that, you know, Markel folks had a solid game to miss, what, 68? I mean, he had 10 points, he had 8 assists, he had 4 rebounds, and 1 turnover in 14 minutes and 24 seconds. And he was a plus 16 uh, when he was on the court. So, for a guy with that much rust, Mm -hmm. Keith, I I was impressed. I I really was. It looked at first, he was a little tentative and was just willing to pass off. But then he got his rhythm and got into it, and you, you started seeing some confidence in him. Yeah, I mean, the thing about it is, you know, you look at it. He didn't shoot the ball particularly well. He was 5 for 13. He had his shot blocked four times, and he also had an air ball that he had on a, on a layup. I mean, a jumper, excuse me, 11-foot jumper. But it looked to me that that was like welcome to the NBA rook. And what I mean by that is he had a guy with length and he tried to scoop the ball over him. And then the other times he was being aggressive, but he was going up against trees. And that's why he was getting his shot blocked. So that really didn't uh, bother me because he's going to learn that, hey, this is the NBA. I can't do that all the time. I can't do that spin move and get in. So he'll be fine. But the thing that really impressed me was his, his being a floor general. His knowing where knowing where guys were on the floor, he was getting dimes. He was like he he didn't look like someone who missed x amount of months, you know, to play. You know what I mean? He looked good to me. And the other thing, Keith, the main thing about him is he had that quick first step, and he was getting by people a lot, drawing other defenders. That's one reason why he had eight assists. He would draw someone to him and then pass it off. So, so the quickness and getting to the basket was there. Sure, the finishing will come as he, as he gets more into games. And the first thing I thought of is 
I wonder how he's going to be in the rotation, you know, come the playoffs. Because Brett Brown said before the game that he, he wants to play, he wanted to play Ben Simmons about 34 minutes and Markell would be Ben's backup and, and about 14. And, and as you said, he played, what, four, 14 minutes and 24 seconds uh, yeah, yeah. today. So it's going to be very, very interesting, um, yeah. you know, how, how he's incorporated and everything. Yeah, you're right about that. And, you know, I'm looking, I'm looking and uh, I, I guess it's a great problem to have a little bit if you're, if you're Brett Brown just because yeah. of the things that Markel folks can do. But it's going to take minutes away from T.J. McConnell, right? And the thing is where Justin Anderson was inactive today, and I think he's probably one of their most valuable reserves just because of the defensive intensity that he brings. And he was inactive. So right now someone else has to step up and they have to like say, hey, look, I'm going to be that guy. You know what I mean? Now who knows? Maybe Jared Bayless. Because it just seems like for whatever reason, the Sixers just don't intend on playing him anymore. So I think that maybe Jared Bayless, because he was active tonight, but maybe he'll be the guy that's inactive. But at the same time, you if even if you play, if Justin Anderson is active, he's not going to get any burn just because there's so many guys on the floor. No, no question about it. And here's the other thing: you put Fultz in there, you take Anderson out, you, you you're cutting T.J. McConnell's minutes. McConnell's also a pretty good defensive player too. Now you're you might be sacrificing a little bit of defense yeah. as, as you get Fultz because. Uh, Let's face it, that's one part of his game that still needs a lot of development. Yeah. Now, the one thing I will say, it, it, one thing I will say, he did make, he didn't get the block. Ersan Ilovasova was credited with it. But it's, remember one time he got his shot blocked, and he came down, and he, a guy blew past him, but then it seems like he recovered. And I think he swiped at the ball. At, but, at the back end. Yeah, yeah. but Ersan got the, was credited, because both of them hit it. So Ersan was credited with it. So, you know, he looked good with that. Now, the one thing is we just have to see. Like, what the Sixers were saying is it's going to be one of those things where they don't want to judge him right now. They just want him to go out there and play and get ready for next year. Um, so that's what they're saying. But at the same time, they're going to have to use these 10 games as a barometer for how much they want to play him in the, in, the, in the playoff series. Well, the other interesting thing is if if it's a 34-14 split with, with him and Simmons, Brett Brown also said before the game he expects Ben Simmons to play more minutes in the playoffs, that he, he loves his versatility, he thinks he's kind of like an Iron Man. And you can make an argument that Ben Simmons, I mean, people will say Embiid, but Ben Simmons could be the most important player on he this is. team with the with the way he just he sets is. everybody up and and everything like that. So it, it's just and it's going to be interesting, Keith, if he continues to use Fultz just as Simmons' backup, or if maybe he'll have them run together a little bit. Yeah, I think see. they probably will. I mean, that's the thing because T.J. McConnell plays with Simmons. Right. So, again, we were talking about they're taking minutes from T.J. And, you know, the, the hard part about it is it's kind of like one, they're, they're both first overall draft picks. So, you 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 know, you you basically have to do it. 
you know, but TJ brings so much, but you still have to do it. Um, and you, you have to figure out, like, next year, like, can they play together? I mean, like, I know right now they're um, – like, this was a game that they really had to win. But let's just say if they get up against Brook, I mean, against the Knicks on Wednesday. Um, I would like to see uh, Simmons and Folks in a, in a lineup together right. just to see. That's I mean, an excellent You know point. what I mean? Just to see yeah. what they can do. I would love to see that. You know what I mean? I would love to see that. That's that's an excellent point. And then you'll have two guys that can take people off the dribble. Exactly. So, so you could really cause a lot of problems. Now, you wouldn't – you would have teams, I would think, packing it in because they would let both of those guys shoot from the outside, but they also would have trouble keeping those two in front of them. Mm-hmm. But overall, what do you think of the Sixers' overall performance tonight? Well, when I watched the Sixers, and I saw them, I guess, last week against the Memphis as well, I love, Keith, the way they are so unselfish. I mean, if you if you look at the stat sheet uh, from from tonight, they had 46 field goals, 35 assists. They are just I, I love that style of of play. They they don't have guys that really care about the points. They have a lot of one touch passes. I think Dario Sarge has become a very very skilled passer as well, and I think maybe he has improved from the beginning of the year to now as much as anybody on the team. So I, I do like I like the way they're playing. I think they can tighten things up a little defensively, mm-hmm. but I love the way they share the ball. Last question: Do you think the Seventy Sixers could win fifty games this year? Yes. You do. Yes, be, be, because. Their, their remaining schedule is not that challenging. Obviously, yeah. they have Cleveland coming up. They they, they also have uh, Milwaukee, who might be fighting, you know, for, for a seed or something like that. I think they can win it. And the fact that we're even asking that question is really a testament to how well uh, Brett Brown and, and the players have done this year. Yeah. But, look, Mark, I want to thank you for coming on. Please don't be a stranger, especially with the playoffs coming up. I would love to have you on often. Always a pleasure. <laughs> All right, bro. All right, hey, y'all, I want to thank y'all. I'm going to go back to uh, enjoying this off day and think I'll probably go to the movies, go to lunch, the whole nine, watch some cartoons. But, look, I'll talk to y'all later. Talk to you tomorrow. Peace. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. That always goes fast. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members. 
You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.